Uncle Sons, episode seven. We back up in this thing again. What's up, my friend? We lifted, we gifted. This it, this shit ain't scripted. You know what I'm saying? We back up in this thing with my brother from the same mother, like we said before, and it is the Particle Podcast. We're here to give you all the entertainment news that we, as the Newman Brothers, give a fluke about. And we ain't going to be about no BS or we giving it to you all straight up in the body, no PS. (laughs) We driving around low emissions you know, Prius. <laughs> oh, my my pres- my prescription is the best. I'd be Ooh. listening to uh preachers that say oh, okay. okay. Um I want to clarify I, you I, I all. I should have stopped a long time ago. Go ahead. We're we're from the same father as well. We always say brothers from the same mother, that, and we never rhymes. It just, it just rhymes, right? But we we oh, think we yeah. have. The, we're pretty sure we have the same father. There's a running joke. Where's a, there's a running joke that Brandon is uh, offspring of Muhammad Ali. Um, one because of his, knows his, that joke. I feel like that's like a coveted Louisville thing. You might be breaking the news to to, to father. It's not a Louisville thing. It's 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 a mother thing. And yeah. um, oh, just oh, just to, to clarify, I'm sorry, I got stuff in your lands. Uh, we so we grew, we grew up with. Yeah, obviously everyone grows up with pictures in their home uh, of whoever and whatever. But next to like our grandmother and like baby pictures of us with our grandmother was uh, a picture of my mom, a younger version of my mom uh, with Muhammad Ali. And then also a younger version of my mom with Denzel Washington. So you can understand the where the speculation can start, because my dad has very, very strong genes and all his kids look like him but me i just look like i look much like my mother so that that's what, and, and and i also and also if you want to google mount ali's son i look more like that dude than my brothers and sisters but continue let me share my screen let okay. me share my screen do okay. it Ooh, give me we, the power to no you can um, oh, you yes. can't do it no i got i got to oh yeah I, I maybe i just did it let me see Thank oh, you yeah. for sharing. You're you're trying to share your screen for a podcast. Okay, okay, yeah, that is explain explain. So 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 what we have here, you all, what I just shared on my screen <laughs> is the picture of Muhammad Ali and my mother. Uh, my mother is hugging Muhammad Ali, not like some regular person, not like some. Well, uh, you would hug Muhammad Ali in a specific way, anyway, right? Hugging Muhammad Ali. That's it. The cheek where I'm the cheek is too. and the lip is. Um, Come on now. And yeah. then look at look at this man. And then look at Brandon. We ain't gonna talk about it. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Oh, we got some man. stuff to come. That's scary. Mom looks beautiful about. in that picture. Let me just Mom say. looks amazing. Like I was like, she's looked great. I mean, we have a we have a a, a very How do uh, I stop beautifully oh, gifted go. uh mother. And uh she looks mm-hmm. great in that picture, Mom Ali. I think maybe that's why the mm-hmm. picture's up there. Like she's glad Mom Ali's in it too. But like, of course, she would dress to the nines if she's gonna meet Mom Ali. She didn't run into dude. She you know what I'm saying? All she all she had yeah, was man. a jean skirt and a AKA sweater on. Like say, she was about that. Her, she was a pretty girl. Have we asked but, her uh, what year that was? We have not. Now, mom will vehemently. Mom has vehemently denied this. Brandon, you? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not oh. trying to carbon date my birth. I mean, like specifically, oh, okay. like how old she was. <laughs> you crazy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
not going into Mythbusters on my, my biological father. Oh my god, Dad's probably so mad at this point. He's so crazy. Be all right. Hey, oh, look man. here. Hey, bro, if I raise Muhammad Ali's son, like I will be the proudest man alive. Ah. Stop that. I will say once I right before the pandemic hit, I was taking boxing lessons in, in a New York gym, uh in the in a basement oh, of a New shit. York gym, one of the worst places for COVID, sharing the showers with all my old men and all that other stuff. And well, I'm it's just you, COVID. People, people what? It's just COVID. It's not you COVID. Just stop trying to correct me with okay. saying COVID. Go ahead. Go like ahead. Go sound, ahead. It's, it just messes with the flow of stuff. All this right. is just all a right. you. My thing. bad. I said my I bad. said I said it just like that a bunch of a bunch around around a bunch of white people. Earlier this, earlier yesterday, and nobody, everybody just you in let Florida. it ride. You in everybody Florida. let it ride. You in Florida. Anyways, no. this is That's how they say it. Shout out, shout out to the university. Uh, alma mater, alma mater. Uh, Still but, in Florida. Uh, COVID. <laughs> oh, the gym very, in the were, basement. They were very impressed what? with my skills. They were very impressed hey. with my skills. They was like, this dude. And I'm not saying it's in my blood or anything. Our dad's very no, athletic we got as hands. well. Our dad mm-hmm. is very athletic and is uh, about to combat. Um, our father. Um, but how you oh, doing, Brandon? They saw your Muhammad Ali greatness. They saw your sting, your your your, I mean, your beast thing, your up, butterfly. Yeah. That's why I brought it up here. Well, no, you can't bring yeah, things can't up wait, like bro, that to me. Honestly, uh, for uh, I'm like a conspiracy theorist. That's, I can't, that's gonna I make can't, me. I know. And I tell I tell okay. people on conspiracy theories like the beauty the beauty of being a conspiracy theorist is you believe a little bit of both sides always. Mm-hmm. You know well, the beauty is, you know, that conspiracy theory was a uh, conspiracy theory was a, co- a term coined by uh, to get, to get uh, the boys. Off of, yeah. Yeah. To, to, the to make them right. Right. To dissuade them from the truth. So. But, anyways, but yeah, I, am, what you I, am, yeah. I am excited. I mean, I we're going to be talking about vaccines and uh, COVID-19 later on. There we go. But uh, but coronavirus. Oh, what is it? There's a there's a way to say it that was so funny to me. Uh, Corona nineteen or COVID nineteen? Uh, no, something. I'm sorry, that wasn't good. Vid um, nineteen, huh? Vid nineteen. No, I'm not. That's not what I'm. Um, but anyways, okay. uh, Corona nineteen. Um, that's how I refer to it as Corona nineteen. I'm waiting for that to end because I really am about trying to get back in the gym. I am, yeah, I am here. I am here uh, detoxing. It's nice to travel a little bit, especially like people's other houses. So you like can say no to things you, that aren't good for you. So like I'm slimming down. Like last time you saw me, I was probably like 313. I'm now 303. Holla at your boy. You know what I'm saying? Hey. I'm trying to be I'm trying to be like below 300 when we get what? into December. Can we say that the rest of this year has flown by and December is going slow as shit? Is it not? Um... It's the thirteenth. Yeah. It's been December for a yeah. month now. That's because people put like ending. They 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 anticipate oh, the ending the of things, right? I don't know. I and think, the anticipation is what draws it out. I think it's because the first started on a on a Tuesday. It was like at the beginning of the week. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a Friday thing or anything. But didn't get get into that. Uh, but how you doing, brother? Um, I just Plant, bake stop some eating on this damn podcast. I am, I am. But look, but look, when you bake cookies, when you bake cookies, right? You want them fresh out the oven because if you let them sit too long, they become hard and you need milk. It is 11.45 on a Sunday. When did you bake cookies? And once you you answer that question, you're going to let everybody know that they're not fresh out the oven. When did you bake the cookies? 
just literally just a minute ago, just took him out before we started. So however long we've been going, like five minutes after that, they're freshly baked. It's, it's, it's delicious. Um, so, but that's how I feel. You asking how I feel? I feel like fresh baked cookies on a at eleven forty five on a Sunday <laughs> night. <laughs> Do you feel what I'm saying? I don't know, but I, those variables tell me it might be feeling good. Why not? Yeah. Why not getting the getting the week started? You sound like on some like, some adult like I'm about gushers only at the grocery store type shit. Do you not do that? Have you not like not walked anymore. into? I did. It, I did it when I was when I was a G, uh, when I to my fifth year at Ball State. We're gonna get to them later too. Uh, Myers is where the like the main place where I went to grocery shop. And because you know, I like to get a, a Myers is fire a, a t-shirt and some overalls while I get my milk and, and eggs and stuff. So I went there Myers and then I, I I used to stay with some gushers. I used to stay with some country time mm-hmm. lemonade. I did the most embarrassing thing when I was training for the con or like for pro day. I was I caught myself drinking a gallon of water a day and I told Michelle that it was country time lemonade mixed in. <laughs> she was like, it's <laughs> not the same thing. Like you have to stop drinking a, a gallon of pink oh lemonade God. country time uh, a day after your workouts. So you know I had to stop that. You know you learn you learn as you grow. You know we all learn and growing. Um, <laughs> but we're feeling so good. Uh, oh, not yet. Listen, you just harmonized what I was getting into. Uh, Jack Harlow, uh, hometown hero, dropped his hero. debut on. album, quote unquote debut album. This. That's what they all say. Uh, hit your DSPs at midnight. A lot. It was very crowded. It was very crowded. Lance is showing his Maker's Mark Louisville cup and, and showing him pouring some bourbon. Uh, oh, no, some four roses. Shout out. Uh, now, what I'm doing, you all, pouring four roses bourbon into a Maker's Mark cup is called Newberging in Louisville. Really? It's called. Yes, it's called Newberging when you switch, when you mismatch brands. So if you're like wearing Adidas pants and you have a Nike shirt on. um, And this is when I was younger. I'm not sure if it's still a thing. It was always disrespectful and it's always unnecessary. If you fly, you fly. I feel like if pieces go together, let pieces go together. Yeah, you'll probably probably find some Jabot jeans with a specific color and try to match it with a FUBU shirt. Oh, that is terrible style, but it is definitely... (laughs) Worn by somebody and in Newburgh. <laughs> <laughs> somebody at the talk stop in Newburgh right now. It was some Jabot Jabo hey. jeans shorts. We don't want to do that. Love to Newburgh. And a, and a juicy hey, man but, snowman shirt. Like, like so I said I, before, we've said it before on this podcast. But Jack Harlow. Cheers. Cheer, cheers, Jack. I, I poured this. Jack. this I've been, this I've been cup drinking hard seltzers. For you. Yeah. I've been drinking hard seltzers. So I told y'all I'm on a diet. Brandon, that is the most. What? Okay, because you're on a diet. Yeah. Oh, we well, gonna say that is. Most... Please say it. You gotta say it. Uh, I can't. I don't even know what to call it because I'm too aware, right? I can't call it sissy shit because that's not that's not proper okay. um, lexicon, right? You can't call it. Um, I, I don't use the B word. That 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 was like first that okay. came to mind, right? Oh, like I don't oh, use the B yeah. word anymore. Yeah, B B S B stuff. B S B S. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I don't use that word, so I don't. I can't. Even, um, I would say girl stuff, but I don't want to say that either. I wanted to settle on Hollywood. It's very Hollywood. I'm gonna I'm gonna drink this seltzer. This seltzer. Bro, it's five percent a can. 
That's like a, a beer minus the calories. Let me say it was actually calories. <laughs> 100 calories a can? That's actually more than I thought it was. I had a grapefruit one before that. And I was getting high. My eyes look all low and stuff. That's why I was trying to start with the sunglasses on. But uh, bourbon don't even come. Got it. It don't even got one of them healthy labels. It tell you like what's in it. Like what it do? Oh yeah. Like I'm, like how much sugar or sodium it ain't none of that. I don't think. It's lime. I don't think. I don't think liquor has that. Liquor doesn't have any nutritional facts on the back. But uh, shouts out to you and the, the 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 four roses. You left it at my house last Christmas when we was in New Jersey, and everybody was at, at the cribbo for Christmas. That was a beautiful time. Um, but back to Jack Harlow. Back to Jack. Back to Jack Harlow. So being a Louisville guy yourself, tell me how mm-hmm. you first got introduced to Jack Harlow. Or first stumbled uh, across, stumbled upon young Jack. I mean, uh, I mean, ever since, I mean, before the Dark Knight thing, right? Because uh, before Dark Knight, before the Dark Knight. Yeah, because Woni works with him or is is with yeah. Tufo. Like yeah. that's his homie. And I know I was in like Greg. So with like I was in, in California in Victory with Greg and everybody else and like Victory Park. I never came in contact with Jack at all, but I knew Woni was doing stuff. Like I knew he was on and on uh more projects. So like that's kind of how I got introduced to him and his music. Um, so you got introduced to Jack because he was he was working with Roni and you knew Roni, and mm-hmm. you knew of Roni stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, I knew like who's his, produced his who produced uh, who produced Baxter Avenue on yeah. the, the last last second last second to last track on, on on this album, and he also did uh, Eastern Parkway, which is on that loose uh, project that Jack did, and mm-hmm. uh, River Road that was on Confetti. Uh, which mm-hmm. was how I got introduced to Jack Harlow, the, the Confetti Project. Um, I'm really not sure. Actually, you know what? Shout out Young Mantis. Mm. No, I just got put on Jack before I got introduced to Mantis. I have no idea. It's hard to carbon date stuff sometimes. I, I don't know. Definitely was the Confetti Project that got introduced to, to Jack, the Jack with. It may have been... It may have been Young Mantis. Uh, this guy, uh, Mantis, he used to work at Barstool. Um, uh, same time His name I was did. Young Mantis. Yeah, he has a he has a condition where he's bent, like that boy bent. Uh, I don't feel like sharing my screen and showing you a picture of Mantis, but yeah, his body is physically bent. Um, but he's from and they call him Mantis. He calls himself Mantis. Oh, dope. Okay, yeah. there is good. Then it's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. dope. Um, uh, but he. Uh, he, that boy bent podcast shout out to them they're on their sixth episode this week but uh anyways he very funny like video creator like just a very like natural uh networker but anyways mm. he's from fishers indiana which is like on the way to ball state from louisville and mm. like in the indie area so being the notre dame and ball state like i knew that aaron it's like a very small town but it's like where a big target is like very specifically mom was helping me move my stuff from Notre Dame storage back to Louisville. And Mm. it was like, we had to be in a U-Haul together type shit. And I pulled over and got, uh, take care. I bought take care of the album, Drake's album, just cause I wanted to listen to some music and mom messed me up so much. I'm still recovering from this take. She played the first track of take care of her played. And she was like, is he, when's he going to start rapping? And I was like, 
because she was like, mm. he's just, he's just kind of talking, right? And I was like, oh my God, Drake really just be talking sometimes. But anyways, <laughs> back on track. Uh, he kind of like put me on and then uh, Willie, he's a Jackson huge Steelers fan. His dad's a huge Steelers fan. We talked about how people from Louisville are huge Steelers fans. So he like, Jack was like freaking out about Willie and knew exactly who he was. And Willie's like, I don't get out of here, little white boy. Like, I don't want to talk to you. Um, so anyways, I got put on that. So my first time when I first moved to New York, I was listening to Jack Harlow heavy. Like my 2019 playlist is heavy Harlow for confetti. And then once I played that out and we talked about how it kind of at one summer time, we just didn't want to listen to it. Or we just wasn't because it'll play it in full because it was a really good mm-hmm. project. I went to loose the project before that. Um, and we loved that track so much. And then so that's why I had I felt invested in those two projects so much that I was disappointed when he called this his debut album and then i heard it and i was like okay grown mm-hmm. man shit makes more sense a lot of big budget it mm-hmm. almost sounds similar to a lot of other projects that he's had because he has a, he's had a good flow for a very very long time um mm-hmm. the fact that he's 22 right now and popping mm-hmm. we'll get to that later when it comes on the on the critique side but like i can't i can't wrap my mind around how young he is like mm-hmm. even to be who he is now. I asked you about mm-hmm. the album straight up. We was on the phone. You said instant classic. Why do you think so? Um, he's uh, I mean, all the songs are good, and no, um, I think that I like he does well sound. with right. No, I think he does a great job of like um holding his own, and then his features that he has, um. Uh, they compliment him. They bring a fan base to him um, of respect. I feel like the people he had on his tracks are people we just outright respect, right? Like the features. Just I'm just going to list um, down the, the feature. Well, actually, do you say, speaking of Newberg, is it, I always say Eastside G. Is that not how you pronounce it? I don't know. It's just e- ESTG. ESTG? Uh, I always, yeah, I, I just G. Okay, so run down the track list of the people that uh, Jack has on the like, room. Uh, Lil Baby, Chris Brown, Big Lil Shine, Baby, yeah. Big Shine, ESTG, um, Adam Levine. I thought it was like established G, like established. Oh. G. That's what EST means. It's established like established G. G. Yeah, I've been saying Eastside G. I sound crazy. You sound insane. Oh my goodness, there's no Eastside in Louisville. We're in Detroit. Brandon's Brandon's uh pulling That's on his Detroit ESTG. roots. Wow. Who else you say? But, but uh, see, Adam Adam like, Levine, uh, Levine? Static, come on, Static now. Major and and Bryson Tiller. Static Major and Bryson Tiller. Come on, come on. You got two people from the city. You got um, three two. people from the city. Three. Thank I'm not my fault. My fault. My fault. Three people from the city and um, the other features are people that we just legends that we respect right chris brown came in the game young right and oh man. has chris been brown. surviving remember that chris brown album yeah i mean classic, that, classic. That, like classic. like talking about instant classic like classic. chris brown's first album self-titled chris brown lachey got it for me for christmas and we drive to detroit and in between that and lord willing clips album i played the breaks off of that and i've also every song that was on that album that chris brown i'm damn near was a hit and i'm talking about yo when he was singing before a list type shit but go ahead yep. And then um, you got Chris Brown, you got Lil Baby, right? I don't know how old Lil Baby is, but that's another like 
um young cat that i at first i was like sleeping on dude but my homie said bro he he be spitting like listen to him crazy and he is he's very good i was so like good. okay wow he's this guy he's this 26 guy's um okay so he's 26 and then you have um adam levine I, I feel like jack believes he is adam levine type white boy <laughs> you know what i mean like he is that level of cool white boy to where like I'm going uh, again. White dudes that do black things well will yeah. always be, you know, they can write their own ticket. And it's like, I, I know Maroon. What what was that fucking songs about Jane? Songs about Jane. Brandon, Brandon. Songs about Jane was the whole breakup with Tasha. It was like the. <laughs> <laughs> I said the name. It was the whole. It was the whole. Tasha was Lance's like first like love. And when I tell y'all, I was in the car. Love. Uh, and with the tear in my eye, give me the sweetest goodbye. Boy, Adam Levine. Adam Levine can come And honestly, honestly, after songs about Jane went when he jumped on that, and I heard him say, "Nothing's ever promised tomorrow." All the Maroon Five. All the Maroon Five, they cool. They 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 they, and that's the same thing. And like, but I, I wish I took that. I wish he would have sang more on that track. And also, don't have Adam Levine on your track and then harmonize before he does. I had an issue with that. <laughs> I had an issue with that. And it was like it was like that Drake that Drake Chris Brown feature on one of those like throwaway mixtapes that he had, Dark Lane demos, where like mm. you can barely hear Chris Brown. Like I feel like I barely hear Adam Levine on his. Like and it's I, like. It's like a brand name to get me to that track, but I don't know where he is in the song. But the fact that right. Adam Levine was messing with Jack is huge. And I want to point out, y'all, that that Jack Harlow, you know, he is he, he's from the city, and we are behind him. Um, but he is literally the tip, not I mean, the very tippity top of the iceberg. He's the white cap of the mm-hmm. iceberg. That is the talent of that Ooh. is in Louisville. You like know what I mean? Injury. And like when we're talking about. Like if you talked about top three rappers in the city, somebody from the city would he would Jack might fall third, right behind like one take, right behind one take and Timmy. then people got they yeah one take Timmy and then some and a lot of folk got their um their favorites so the uh, G and the uh, uh, first shifts and the ESTG I try to explain I try to explain it I went live on YouTube Playboy. listening to the album at the first Hold time. The and uh, I told people that ESTG is like, um, it's like Yo Gotti of Louisville, but also cool. like the Gucci man of Louisville because yep. he comes from a place in Louisville. Like Newburgh, we talk about Newburgh, like Newburgh is, is a place in Louisville, and forgive me for this, Lance, you can correct me immediately afterwards, but a place from Louisville that black people are from that get made fun of by other black people in Louisville. Mm-hmm. Is it because of the proximity to whiteness? Like there are five zip codes which are the most impoverished in the city of Louisville. Newburgh makes up two of the five, and the other three are in the city's west end uh, area. So it's like um, if you want to find black people, Newburgh and the West End are your more populated. But Newburgh is a closer proximity to whiteness. And they kind of got some space to think. They're not all like 
bunched on top into of each other. the yeah, West yeah. End. Yeah, bunched right. in on top of each other in the West End. So they think a little freer. Their their minds are a little bit more creative. They're um, our grandma and, I, and our great aunties I'm about to say, are, like, are, are are buried in Newburgh. That's where the, the graves are. So yeah. Newburgh is home in Louisville, regardless. That's, yeah, no, I mean, but that's where. But worse, that's what we are. Um, they will call me and Brandon Newburgh niggas, and we very much so. If you like, learn how we act versus how other people act. We are definitely. Oh my uh, God. I'm wearing a like, shirt from Target right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a central Newburgh inward stuff. But, uh, but that's just West End hate. Newburgh is 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 like it, and we don't even know the beginnings of all. Shout the stuff out to, to Tom, shout out to Thomas Jefferson uh, right. Middle School. Uh, but oh, you said wow. instant classic. Like I, oh, yes, yeah, so instant I, classic, bro. I mean, it's it's instant it, okay. Classic. So here it is. Here it is. Here's okay. my here's okay. my, and I don't, I don't want to say beef with it, but like it's. Jack has has perfected the sound of today and what is hot now and what is good now. And he gave us an album of that in his version with the people that he respects on it. Right. So like. Mm -hmm. It's not reinventing the wheel, but it's Mm -hmm. proving that he should be on the wheel. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which is okay Mm -hmm. for if you're going to call this the debut, especially when he's 22. And that's what I'm completely fine with. Like, I, I, I. I really, really like the project, but I think it was it, it's unsettling for me that it's not head and shoulders the best project that I've heard from him. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like yeah. you can you can hear the money in it, but it's not, in, in my opinion, for when it comes to pin game, it's not the it's like he's literally on some laid back shit, like very cool. Like uh Anthony Fantano is a music critic. He calls himself the internet's busiest music nerd. And it's like one of those examples of people that People, you know, you don't like somebody, but you still follow them or like you still like check their stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I like the way he makes me think about music because he, he he reviews all kinds of different music. But when it comes to rap, he's always like, if anybody has an album that sounds like a Drake album, he thinks they're they're biting and they're bullshit. Right. And he's also mm-hmm. it's like Jack's thing. The ones that hate me just look, look just like me. This is a white dude who is who gave Jack's album a four out of 10 and wore a red flannel. And when he wears, a re- when he gives reviews with a red flannel, he usually gives terrible reviews. Like he gave, he's never gave Big Sean respect. The only respect he's given Big Sean, he, I think he gave him a six for Dark Sky Paradise, which is also a travesty. So anyways, I mean, he said, not- so wait, 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 he was, he was shitting on him. But one thing he said that I agree with, he said, Jack Harlow sounds like the most popular kid in high school. You know, on this album is like kind of just laid back in like that in that regard and like not pushing for but see that's for, that's that's projection shit though because like that's probably what what's his name Anthony Fantano Anthony Fauci he said that he wanted to um Fauci get it the vaccine dude we're gonna I'm gonna use that as a segue but Anthony Fauci uh Fantana um he's projecting onto Jack the mood and that's just Louisville like we just cool right you feel right me? like we 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 not we not we not we lay back to be we cool, cool we let it come to you all that stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. I think uh Rolling Stones uh it's got Danny Schwartz wrote the article that was the review of of Jack Harlow's album and he said Jack Harlow's that's what they all say is a love letter to Louisville and I was like you know oh, what that's beautiful yeah I'm like that's that's that's, that's, that's that's and that's why we love it and I and when I read that too and I read that review I was like yeah this is why it's hard for me to come at it from a place of like 
crit- crit- critiques or criticism because like dude Yo, just, we got, just said everything that we were thinking this entire time on that album and we got we got we uh, a love letter to louisville y'all got to think about that like how much love letters do louisville get on the right. national scene right like how often do y'all see us in a positive light um from uh, college scandals to Breonna Taylor to like all Man. these things, right? We we are never given love on a national scene and like Especially Jack's doing that. Come on, Jack yeah, Empire's doing, doing it. Now. You don't, I don't. And we behind him because of, of it. Uh, shut up, me and my homie Rob. Shut up, shut up. Shout like if y'all, got, if y'all got something to say, if y'all got some, a problem with the talent that's coming out of Louisville, right? It's coming out of Louisville. Why are y'all mad? Like, why right. are we mad? Like the, the in-house Louisville. the in-house discussions can be had with the in-house people, like the people who know for anybody outside of the city, don't want, my homies like to play Madden 2K, but one thing they don't do is play about Louisville. You know right. what I mean? They don't play about um, uh, What's yeah. your favorite song on the, on the album? Uh, Keep It Light. I thought you liked that. That's a Keep good one. Light. I mean, I'm, I'm a sucker light. for, he ended that one the way, uh, I want to say the way Drake did, because it really is Drake-esque, but it was a voicemail from his mom at the very end of it. And Come it sounded like a very wholesome white lady in Louisville that, that we all that we all know. On, bro. Type bro, shit. that was, that was, that was Karen. That was Miss Karen. That was uh, Casey's mama. That yeah. was like, <laughs> you feel me? It was like all uh anybody all that the, helped us get to from school or to and from practice. That's what we sound like. On. It was, was on the on. track. Let's give it that wisdom. <laughs> give it that. Bro, you know. When he said, when he said, my name rings cities in the bell like Rondo, but like Hassan, I'm from the white side. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Like, how beautiful is that? Like, please ooh. acknowledge that. Like, thank you for acknowledging that. Don't let people. And that's another thing. Um, authenticity. When we talk about debut albums, Absolutely. right? The debut albums that do well are the ones that are vulnerable and the ones that are authentic. Um, first comes to mind is like Lauren Hill's Miseducation, right? Like mm-hmm. um, the Miseducation uh, Lauren Hill. Continue. Miseducation Lauren Hill. Music Soul Child's first joint. It's like these honest. Um, and Here I'm older, I so I I can't. I, I mean, if we want to talk contemporary. Uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar's uh, Good Kid, Mad City was that his first joint? Yes. No. I mean, Section Eighty was really his first joint. That was but a mix. Was, but but it was it was the type of shit where that it was the same thing that Jack was in. That was the album. But no. But that's what, but that's what I'm saying. It's the same thing Jack was in. Like Jack definitely was pushing Confetti as an album. He was on Sway in the Morning, pushing his album Confetti the same way Kendrick Lamar was on all these places pushing Section Eighty as mm-hmm. his as his debut album. And then the next one came out and was like, oh, this is actually the debut album. So it, it's kind of it's kind of one of the same, but a lot of Kendrick stands say that Section 80 was his first uh first real, real project. But yeah, but that, that's a that's a good that's a good example of like what this is. But I I it's it's not that because obviously Good Kid no, Man City was one of the, the best form- albums that we've yeah, heard, no, period. So that didn't follow the formula. So the, there's a formula. Right, right. You push the boundaries that, there. Yeah. That and when um Anthony Fuckboy is um reviewing Jack's album, he's reviewing it like under or under that same strata, under that same, you know, model of pay for some expensive features, pay for some expensive production. Right. And you'll you'll be good. Like that's but how many really people do that and it's hits. and it's still trash. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that's my thing too. Is like mm. let's let's call it spade a spade, like or mm. hearts to hearts or diamonds diamonds, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Like it's still with all that considered, it's still good. He's definitely professional. He's put his time in. Mm. You can tell he's relaxed on the beat. The album is succinct. Uh, one of the things he said negatively about it was his Spotify playlist fodder. And I did have an issue with, I mean, my, in my opinion, if you're a rapper, you don't have Chris Brown on your album and in the track be less than three minutes or be three minutes, and 30 seconds long. You gotta, if Chris Brown's on your shit, it's gotta be a four, 420 track or something like that. You know what I mean? It's got to just be a little longer, but it does feel like playlists. But that's why I'm saying Jack is doing what's hot now. Like he's showing that he can be in the ring with all this, with all this stuff that's going on right now. You, um, you hear about Taylor Swift hating? Well, ta- well, a lot of people dropped that night. It was a uh, man on the moon. Shout out to Chick Cuddy, a uh, Chick Cuddy, Kid Cuddy, uh, <laughs> Cleveland native. Um, may he put on man in the moon phase three or part three. Another Louisville cat, Vori. Vori dropped too. I don't know who that is, but shout out yeah. to Lori. And then Taylor yeah. Swift put out her put out her Evermore album because uh, the folklore shit was popping off, and she had the video the video version of it on Disney Plus and all that stuff. So everybody's like, mm. "Oh, like I, my favorite tweet during that time period when they said that Taylor Swift when Taylor Swift surprised everybody saying she was dropping that night. Uh, somebody said it was white on white crime against Jack Harlow. Oh, hilarious! Yeah, I love very, it. Very funny. Um, I love it. But anyway, so we, we've kind of covered we've kind of covered Jack Harlow uh, at, up until this point in all the things because it's thirty three minutes on the beat. I know we was talking about Mama Lee for like first thirteen, but we gave twenty minutes to Jack, and uh, rightfully so. Uh, shout out to him. I mean, we're gonna be playing that album a lot. My uh, Carter loves Twenty One C Delta. Um, mm. He just started. I'm gonna put out a video. I saw him. He just dances to it. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, right now yeah. I'm excited that my my home is in Louisville. That I have a stay in Louisville because I do yeah. feel like everyone here is in Louisville. I know I'm here in Florida right now. Everyone in Louisville is going to be you know ready to create and and and, and link up and 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 uh, and be on a national scene after they put their time in like Jack did. I mean, hell, Jack left for Atlanta right out of high out of high school. To get his sound right, they talking about the Dark Knight video. Him and him and uh, some members of Private Garden was all in Atlanta trying to make shit pop, and that's when he got introduced to Sci High the Prince, who's wrote Sicko Mode and all in half of uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and all mm-hmm. these things, and 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 obviously got with DJ Drama, who he signed to now um, mm-hmm. for the, this this label and this release. So one so, of the best lyricists, um, underrated was, completely. No, 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 no doubt. His his actually his project's coming out to, uh, coming out soon too. Um, but let's. Oh, I did want you to before we before we completely get off of it. I do want to hear why you said. Uh, are, are you? Are, oh you were, yeah, yeah, yeah. One 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 thing. One thing um, that I heard from my. It wasn't a complaint as much as it was a critique um, from another artist in the city. But um, he was talking about how um, he wished Jack would have had a, a a female feature, like. Um, he he like kind of gave and acknowledged, gave props and acknowledged that Jack is a kind of conscious about what he's saying and when he's saying it. Right? And he's smart. He's smart dude. Atherton yeah, is smart a smart guy. school. That's the high school he went to. He was a soccer chapter captain. I loved in the album when he said he he played soccer but didn't have the touch because you know that was what you you didn't. My brother was a really good soccer player, but touch was not one of his strong points. I could not score a goal to save my life, y'all. Uh, I don't know what you know. <laughs> Hit it. You're not supposed to hit it with your toe, but boy, if I hit it with anything else, it's going somewhere it's not supposed to. And I've only scored one goal in my whole life, but after playing soccer for at least 12 of those years, so oh man, 
and that, and that goal scored at half at half field or um, at half as a defender. I was a defender and I scored a goal. Y'all, I've never heard nothing like that. So, um, you having another woman on or having a woman on the track or represented would have been nice. Um, maybe again the formula when we're talking about the formula of cookie cutter debuts a woman's feature is not mandatory for that formula um it would have been nice he i'm sure he probably wanted meg the stallion and nobody else but couldn't afford her right now what if he had cardi on it that would have been crazy oh my god Cash oh all even City Girls. I mean, he's on he's on yeah. the City Girls remix for he's their song. The, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was, and my whole thing is, dude's twenty two. He's not mm-hmm. going anywhere. So, uh, yeah. shouts out to them. Uh, little baby went crazy. I didn't. I I did think that he got outshined by the majority of his features on the track. No, I no. Do, I do think that. And I'm, we're gonna. Uh, but Lance opens open us up into the world of politics pay. Um. So you all. We are moving uh, this again. We're in this age of awareness, of enlightenment. Folk are kind of seeing the inequities and the uh, just imbalance that has been existing in our society. So we're trying to move to a different place. Um, In Louisville, there's this thing. uh, Well, in Louisville, we've had two protesters uh, get killed and there's no suspects. We don't know. There's only been a black truck a black ram pickup really? truck when did um, this happen? At, at the scene of one uh in the past two weeks so travis uh young cat and then i forgot the other brother's name but um it was a young cat he was in his 20s he was one of the protest leaders during the, the brianna taylor um uproar and then another protest leader was uh killed so we're bringing awareness to this uh there's this thing going around called the ferguson effect after the Ferguson protests, mm. a lot of their um, leaders were found dead in very suspicious ways. Nobody has ever been prosecuted or um, found guilty for those murders. So um, just kind of keeping that eye up on that. Um, we got mandatory or maybe not mandatory vaccines. Uh, well, let me say uh, four people, four people were stabbed in Washington, D.C. during a clash with Trump supporters and mm. they were just protesting and 23 people were arrested and uh this is this is all people were going out to support the support trump because he lost the court battle with texas to overthrow um other states election results let me just read this part uh real quick before we go into um the vaccines uh nbc news i mean i kind of want to stay on that because you 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 talk about what's not going away you you talk about what's not going away. Trump supporters, they're not going away. So yeah, that's true. Uh, I said never before has any never before had any state asked the court to do what Texas proposed to nullify election results from other states. The lawsuit sought to delay the vote of presidential electors in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, arguing that the vote procedure in those states violated their own state laws. In a response. Response to this ruling, Texas GOP Chairman Alan West issued a statement that continued to suggest widespread voter fraud in the election, for which he offered no evidence, uh, but criticized the court and suggested that Texas and other states succeed. He said, perhaps law-abiding states should bond together and form a union of states that will abide by the Constitution. Uh, and and uh, a, a somebody, I heard some joke about it and said, what if all those, what if all those states uh, 
combined and it's like uh california one end new york on the other end and then all in the middle is just jesus land <laughs> rename the states it's already jesus land right but anyways oh, uh i i wanted to get that spooky. off because no, because that is that is like uh because he is saying that it's fraud his worrisome. supporters are saying it's fraud yeah. Uh, we talked about so before. it's like believing in Santa when Sa- we all know Santa doesn't exist. Um, and, and they're mobilizing because of it. So like, this was kind of like what Whatever. it was. I think a lot of people on the, on the left and the right were saying that, that regardless of what happens to this alleged election, I want to get out of here because it doesn't feel safe right now. And this is a result of that. Uh, Louisville is an open carry license. I wish a mother father would, um, there's a I sent you a link, Brandon. I, I, I maybe in the video part of this, you can add in the little uh clip of it. So, there was these cats that rapping at a MAGA rally, and there there was like they were rapping, and you know, say they said they had a line I'm a Bible reading, gun toting, rights loving american something like by, that by this by the uh thumbnail it looks like a uh, maga version of run dmc boom that's exactly what it was turn it up turn it up could you imagine being in that crowd i want everybody to imagine being in that crowd having all your races thinking and your like xenophobia and everything else and they got this rap group on there and billy bob next to you is bopping to it you know i was watching saturday saturday night live yesterday and they had this country singer on it the one time um, i didn't watch it how was it maybe it wasn't it was a rerun so maybe you've seen it it was no, a country i dude. think it was definitely jason bateman oh jason, jason bateman. bateman was the rerun yeah that was the one that had the uh the stan uh spoof but that was yeah. Run, yeah, it was definitely okay. Okay, so um, well, anyway, on that episode, uh, they had a country singer, and I told Latoya to close her eyes and imagine a rapper, right? And mm-hmm. literally, the country song was a rap song. Yeah, have you noticed how country music is rap music? It's just like some it tracks, is rap music with its own thing. Some of the most, some of the more popular ones are, uh, I mean, my favorite, my favorite. Uh, country song is Dirk Bentley. What was I thinking? And that our second favorite. And then that that they they he's spitting on there. He's Becky was a beauty from South Alabama. Her daddy had a heart like a nine pound hammer. I think he even did a little time in the slammer. What was I thinking? So 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 look, check it out. That that speaks to the connection that poor whites or rural whites have with poor blacks and inner city blacks. It's like we both sing our sad songs mm-hmm. over you know nice beats up 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 rhythm beats and our slow songs or r&b sadness and it's filled with like this down home american thing but the people the majority of those folk voted for trump do you feel well, like the, yeah, but I was gonna say the, the connection the difference is 
the feeling of oppression both led us to the mic, but the difference is one, we are, our yeah, people one are is, actually being oppressed, yes, like yes, systematically. In, systematically. In like the other law. ones are just like, you know, reading the wrong newspaper. Right, right. Simple as right. that. Right. They, uh, they don't, go ahead. I was saying, I was going to, are you going to take the, I want to get into Yeah, the are you going to take the vaccine? Uh, I guess I, I did. I did read up on it a little bit. So, um, I, on Monday, obviously, this is the whole thing with the Texas stuff is important because the electoral votes are getting pushed in on Monday. There was somebody here uh, in Florida. Uh, this guy does work around the house or something like that, and he was a um, white dude, uh, arm wrestling champion, left-handed, uh, and I was luckily doing stuff with Carter and I heard Michelle and her parents talking to dude in the garage and they were definitely getting into some politics stuff. And it was one of those things where like Michelle had to check dude when he said, when's the last time you saw something racist? And she was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. You know what I mean? So like, I was like, my big black ass don't need to come out there and, and step in to the, to the mix and mess up the whole vibe. Cause Michelle out there trying to preach to, to the white dude and, and get him right. So shout out, Shout out to my sister-in-law, y'all. Yeah. Hey, white folk, it's your job to get your peoples. All right. Yes. It's no longer our Police job. Yourselves. To Police yourselves. Police yourself. The fun though. Properly. Uh so in that he said in his argument, he was trying to tell them that if you actually look at it, right as of right now, Trump is leading in the electoral college votes. <laughs> Oh my god, what? man! People like why? Just... Like I just I tweeted out I tweeted out uh, or, so... earlier today. I said, "Is it a controversial take, or is it controversial to say that the 2020 election is over?" And like some yes. people, and some yes. people, yep. I mean, but 10 percent of people said yes, and those are people that well, I don't know. A lot, a lot of people said no, but that is a part of it. But anyways, back to this vaccine. Um, I I brought Monday to the electoral electoral college. To, to on Sunday morning is when the Pfizer, uh, Pfizer and somebody else, tech door bid in tech something, um, sent out the first round of vaccines. Uh, yep. they are they're going, they came from Michigan, obviously, where, where this, uh, where Pfizer is, and they're being administered, uh, sp- supposedly, supposedly, it was supposed to go to uh, first responders, um, but. It is, comes out that it is also being administered to people in the White House and people who are surrounded around Trump. And half those people have already gone through COVID. And as Trump has said, he thinks he is immune. But the vaccine is going to hit and it's supposed to hit 400 or 145 different sites uh, in specific hotspots on Monday. Uh, 425 different sites on Tuesday and 66 on Wednesday. Now, it's supposed to go to doctors, nurses, security guards, receptionists, and all this other stuff, but we all know that not everyone's going to be able to get vaccinated at the same time. They obviously have to stagger the people to do it, but they're definitely getting moved first. Obviously, uh, Trump's administration is getting criticized from people that already want to criticize Trump uh, for his camp jumping the line after they've denied COVID for so long and everyone's getting it at the same time, but they're coming. It's, and it's been, it said at one point in time, it wasn't going to be administered, administered to younger people, but now 16 year olds and 17 year olds have been approved, but not younger people. But um, 
the vaccine is coming immediately and the uh, efficacy, efficacy rate is at 95%. I'm sure everyone already is aware of this because they're, they're looking at those things. But FedEx and UPS are working together to get this magical ain't no COVID juice uh, around the country as fast as possible and Lance go off. The U.S. Postal Service would have done a fine job of delivering that vaccine if only they hadn't been uh, dismantled to try to fraud the nation in a voter scheme, first of all. Second of all, um, some of the patients have come out, the people who took the initial test, uh, they developed four patients developed or four people that were involved in the testing of the uh, vaccine um, got uh, ball Bell's palsy. They 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 contracted Bell's palsy to where one of their sides of their faces is stuck, like they have uh, partial facial paralysis, and another Some insider edition shit rea- reacted uh, violently to it, and uh, a couple people died. But they said that you know these are all just regular numbers, nothing to really worry about. That for uh, herd immunity, you need seventy um, percent, I think, of the population, or just under just over 60% of the uh, population must get the vaccine to develop herd immunity. To prevent herd immunity? No, to to gain no, herd immunity. No, herd, that's not, herd immunity is not taking vaccines. I'm gonna stop you there because that is, that's what herd immunity, herd immunity is what Switzerland tried to do and it backfired. Herd immunity is like, whoever's gonna get it is gonna get it. And we decided not to do that. So that's there must be a different term because herd immunity is like is the antithesis of getting a vaccine. Mm-hmm. I heard of people going to get vaccinated. Um, so for everybody to be uh, good, a certain amount of the population needs to take. Uh, it says herd immunity, um, community immunity population immunity, social immunity is a form of indirect protection from infectious diseases that occurs when a sufficient percentage of the population has become immune to the infection, whether through vaccinations or previous infections, thereby reducing the likelihood of the infection for individuals who lack immunity. immunity. So that's what herd immunity means. Okay. Well, well, when herd immunity was first introduced during the beginning of this pandemic, it was it was prior to a vaccine being introduced. So I didn't know vaccines were a part of this term because it was definitely like, all right, everybody yeah. just cough and lick on each other. And Don't, you know, yeah, whoever, whoever died. Why I was like, the reason why I was pushing like this because it's like, that's all the news has been saying. Like all these professionals are coming up. 60% of the population needs to take the vaccination for hum- herd immunity to develop. Herd immunity, herd immunity. Like I heard it so much. I was like, I know what the fuck herd immunity means. But um, but that's what it means. The, the, the percentage, right? So 60% and right now, 41% of the population says that they will be cool with taking that, um, taking that uh taking that vaccination then there's the large amount that aren't okay with it right okay um, that's that's projecting no brandon they did a poll is cbs i can yeah, pull it up a poll from who uh, like the okay yeah, they said but they said okay they said the, the large saying. amount of people are not okay with taking the vaccine 
they said only 41 percent of the pop of the people that they polled i said i'm talking about they said would not want to take it that's what i'm asking about yes 41 percent said they're not no 41 percent said they would okay well i don't know if it's 41 percent said they would then the opposite I wouldn't call it a large majority, but yes, we can run with the majority of it. Said that they so would or which 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 we can, we can or professionally capping in a poll, right. which happens vac- plenty of times. <laughs> no, it de- it definitely does, but right. it just speaks to the hesitation that people have for um, taking the vaccines. So, uh, you say you would. I, I usually don't take the flu vaccine, but I do what Michelle asks usually because when I do, people are happy. Um, what you just said. So I don't. So I really don't. I mean, I really don't know. I I don't. You know, I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I. I here's 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 what I do. I I'm going to continue to be safe. Uh, what I don't like about the vaccine is things opening up too quickly because I do think we there's still some separation that needs to take place uh between people and, and I'm, I'm worried about people quite frankly taking the vaccine and start licking each other and stuff like that and like all that you know just like throwing caution to the winds because they have got injected but i do think that taking it is smarter than not because of the effects of the long-term effects of covid that we don't know about right mm-hmm. like that like uh just to mention uh, Contavious Johnson is a star basketball player at the University of Florida. Uh, he was starting. He was playing. Why his basketball. name sound like Contagious Johnson? Keep going. Stop. Uh, he passed out in the middle of a basketball game, and Damn. and like broke his nose and like just passed out. And had to get taken out on a stretcher. He's currently in critical condition. Uh, this is like a, a big recruit for them. That is just unconscious knocked out on by like vital signs like like critical condition they don't know and no other symptoms because he was playing the basketball game other than the fact that he caught covid earlier in the summer hey um y'all in the comments tell me what movie that was where marlon wayans was the brother i can died. tell you right now he had the brother what was it six man the six man oh that movie was so great played for the uh washington as it's the Washington University, like, it was like the basketball team. Like that story was so sad, it reminded me of the movie when he died on the court. That was the first like, time I that was the first time I cried in that was the first time I cried in a the movie theater. And that's the hardest I cried probably in a movie theater. Come on. I, what? I saw Passion of the Christ and my family with everyone thought I was a psychopath because I did not cry at all. But I just couldn't read that fast. I didn't know what was going on in the film. I knew it was supposed to be Jesus. But that I knew Mel Gibson did trauma. That was that was trauma porn. Which one? Passion oh. of the Christ. Oh yeah. What? But anyways, but anyways, um, mm-hmm. but that's what I'm saying. Like the the long term effects, we're not exactly certain of, right? You know right, I mean? right. Like right, like, right. and that and that's so like the the dangers of 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 having that in your system, and then later on finding stuff out. Like I'm still concerned slightly with mom, who's had COVID, and like I'm just like, man, you are you good? You all right? Okay, you good? You sure? Nothing feel weird? You know what I'm saying? Like like I so mm-hmm. with that, I think it is it is important to. Have people vaccinated? I got to say, I'm I'm on the other side of that fence, Brandon. Talk to me. Tell me why. Tell me why. I'm I'm less. I'm less. I'm less uh, concerned about it. I think that there anybody's going to keep up. I think she's stronger than she was before. I think that once people, um, you know, once you get a licking, you keep on ticking. Then you know you're going to be kicking 
like Sarah. Can I just tell you about this 18-year-old? No, you're trying to you're trying to try to transition. Kicking like Sarah. What's her name? Sarah Fuller. Sarah Fuller. Kicking like Sarah Fuller. Shout out to Sarah Fuller. Yeah, we'll get to her. We'll get to actually we can do no, we'll get to her later. Um okay, you can't universalize how you feel and hope that mom's gonna be okay, which obviously I know and hopes as well. I mean, look at all the people. You got President Trump, the one person that should have died from COVID. He's you don't think he had shit. He had super juice. He had presidential super juice. Yeah. It's the same reason, like, they know where the buttons are. Like, you think Well, he, if he had presidential he had any- super duper, well, that makes sense, right? Because they, you see how Bush, um, Obama, and Clinton are going to take the vaccine publicly. Yeah. To, to like, build confidence. Why yeah. ain't Trump doing it? He says he's immune already. Because he got it. Because he was out there wilding. They need and, to and they, they, were, they were throwing parties around the White House where masks were encouraged but not re- mandatory. Could you imagine wearing a mask at that Trump party and and get cussed out by everybody like that greeted you? Oh, you think I can't imagine true? I can't imagine getting the invite and going. You wouldn't go to the White House? Trump's White House? No. Did LeBron? Yeah, no. Not at all. For what? No, no one did. I mean, no. dad did. And we thought he was, and it wasn't until later on that we realized that he was, he was not so happy about it. But he, we know he he said he said he wasn't. He's he was talking, proud about it. We thought he was. He, we don't the think way he, he presented it, I was like, <laughs> "Listen, are listen you so my happy? dad, my dad, our dad, our dad was in the Marines, and he uh, he went, uh, he got he got honored for some veteran work that he's been doing. He's one of X amount of people. He went to the White House. We knew he was going to the White House." Uh, he texted the family group that, that he was going. Lance put the big eye emoji in there. Um, uh, shout out to Cameron, our brother, too, who uh, who interviewed Trump uh, on the radio station he was working on during the election. But anyways, dad just hit the group that with like, like Android pictures, Android quality version of pictures of Trump at a podium talking with no context at all. So we was like, is he? Is this a flex? Like, are are what is going I think, on? I, I muted. I muted the phone. I don't even remember seeing those pictures. You don't remember I seeing the pictures. The I he, muted the thread. Was, after it that. was so. That's fair shit. It was so odd, and that's why I was so. Nah, daddy. He said afterwards though that he was like he talks. He talks. He talks. He doesn't support Trump. At, at yeah, one of course point time not. we didn't know, but not. at one point in time we it wasn't. It wasn't so like. No, it wasn't clear. No, not at all. It was not clear at all. <laughs> It wasn't clear, but anyways, yeah, I don't think I know. I don't think I would go, and if I was to go, and I, I would have masks and gloves and a hazmat suit probably, because uh, it's dirty up in there. Um, as Jack Carlos said, his album I'm just as dirty as the place you see around, other things you see around me. Um, but uh, but yeah, so anyways, vaccines coming. Lance says he, he doesn't want to take it. He's not going to take it. Um, while also you got people at your damn daycare. When I told Michelle that the kids' school uh, daycare got somebody got COVID, she's like, "That's the second time." I said, "You keeping track of the uh, last kids' mm. daycare mm. uh, COVID update?" Yeah, no, no, it is. It's been a minute though, but it is the second time. But see, that's the thing. Like y'all not gonna keep charging me and yes, they are. catching COVID. You no, know, they are. But I'm saying though. Like, don't make it a habit. Yeah, like, COVID can't ain't be no a COVID habit. kickback. Mm-mm. They ain't even done the stimulus COVID kickback. Um, but I hope uh, they're okay. Whoever got it. They didn't tell y'all? 
No, that's you can't. It's like AIDS. You can't disclose who got Stop, who caught man. COVID. No, it's not. You can't call. You can't disclose who got COVID. It's it's it's, it's <laughs> and the procedure for AIDS. Magic Johnson was very public with his HIV. No, oh, I'm, sorry, I'm, his sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I said, wait, no, no. I make the mistake of ignorantly connecting HIV and AIDS and thinking it's like the same thing. It's a comedic, uh, right, right, uh, right, 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 right. knee jerk reaction. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like honestly, like you know, hit my elbow, my hand smack in the face type of shit, and I apologize. Um, yes. So let's 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 move on because we want we did want to take a deep dive into who and what the f Sean King is. Okay, now let me let me tell you how I first ran. Brandon wants to take a deep dive. I'm hesitant because the people that I know do not mess with this man whatsoever. Oh, you think I do? But that's the no, thing, no, 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 no. But here's no, the here's no. the thing, and that's why no, I, I do him. though. Kind, I kind of do because like I get my news. Like he he was on my Instagram feed, and people be like, "You still following Sean King?" I'm like. I mean, just give me somebody else to follow that gives me like really good. <laughs> like he's, I mean, he's a, really he's a retweet machine. Like he lets you know what's oh, going on. But the quickness. Is... So let me tell you about uh, Sean King because like, it's funny that like the most woke of people don't mess with him because the most unwoke of people that was a mentor of mine of sorts, Jason Whitlock. The first time I heard about Sean King was him and he and Jason Whitlock had a radio interview and it was beefing and it got it got it got very very content, uh, contentious and, 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 and angry and Whitlock called Sean King out for basically not being black yeah. and also like not, not knowing where he's from and him cl- and claiming and obviously Rachel Dole is drawing uh, the Rachel divide. Have you seen the Rachel divide? I don't think he's Rachel Dole's orange just because he doesn't claim to be. I'm black, not telling. I'm telling you what, oh, what Jason ahead. Whitlock is is was on. Yeah, no, with it's that valid. whole thing. It's and, valid. Then he, and then he it's like, valid. and then there was all kinds valid. of like, there's all kinds of uh, things of where he was like kind of sh- street cred things that didn't that didn't match up. Um, so real quick, hold on. If you all don't know who Sean this is, 2016. King is, by the way, this was in 2016. Sean King um, is like an activist, right? He's a uh, he's a uh, uh, social media warrior. He's uh, on, I mean, he's also a physical activist. Like he goes to places and so on and so forth, whatever. He's just always in the know. Um, he's like a one person, one, one man, black lives matter uh, information, but, not, but, but, not, but he's but not, not black. No, 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 but not connected. Don't say that. Oh I th- yeah, I th- but he's not connected. I think that, but don't. We're not allowed to say that. Um, but uh, I've, I think he said it. I, I, I'm, I'm, no, he I think, no, 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 no. His his mother, his mother is white. His that his he's never seen his birth certificate. He doesn't know who his father is, but his mother has told him that it was oh, a black man. man. Okay, and I, and I and I told Michelle okay. that I can see how other people can see him and think of him as a black man, but I am from Louisville and I've seen a lot of white guys with their haircut. And that mustache trail. Oh, that's so funny. Oh my God. Saying, I'm just oh my God. Saying. So anyway, so like yes, he he is telling us who he is. Uh you throw me off track hey, trying to joke speaking on of, speaking of speaking of white people who might have black in their family, Bruce Willis gotta have some black in him. Right? Bruce Willis. like think think Which about it. That? Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis, uh die hard. This man oh has not he 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 done got the bald and he aged like a black he, he aged like a black man. He I, got the bald you know, and he looked like Ben Rames. You're right. Come on, what? 
Hey, he Speaking of movies, he's been in with him. Bruce Willis. Wow. We should look into some lineage of Bruce Willis. You think the Black delegation would be interested in Bruce Willis? What? You think Why so? Why not? Why not? I, I don't think he's ever played anything that like offended us deeply. If anything. I think at times I, I got him confused with Mel Gibson because they was like yeah. Die Hard kind. Okay, uh, was the other one uh, with you can't uh, Bruce. What was Willis the other? Was the Mel Gibson one that he that he was like a uh, Braveheart? Oh, he was a cop. Mel Gibson or was that Bruce Willis? Danny Glover Bruce and Bruce Willis. Die oh, Hard. Like I said, I get Mel Gibson and and, and Bruce Willis mixed up. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I haven't seen it. Brandon, that is, I believe it. I know you, I'm your brother, <laughs> but everybody else who is listening to this is probably very disappointed that you've never seen that classic movie. Why would I, why would I turn that on? Why wouldn't you turn it on? Your father was a cop. They have a black character that is a cop. It's a whole bunch oh, of I thought. See, I thought you thought. I thought you were saying. I thought you were talking. I've seen Die Hard. I thought you were talking about uh, the Scottish one. What is the one? Uh, Braveheart. Braveheart. Why? Are, how are you getting Die Hard mixed with Braveheart? Like how? Die Hard, Braveheart. They have nothing common or close at all. Sounds similar. And was who was in who was in Braveheart? Mel Gibson. I just proved my point that I get those two mixed up because I have not seen Braveheart, but yes, I've seen Die Hard. And yes, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Oh, you are yes, just pissing is. everybody off. You pissing everybody off. How today. is it not? It was at a Christmas party. Obama came that? out and said that it's not a Christmas movie. Obama don't believe in defunding police. Oh, good one. <laughs> good one. And, 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 so, and Sasha is rebelling. We cannot, we cannot, we cannot. Uh, oh, that's terrible. Keep going. Listen, we, we, we was, we, I, I brought up Sean King because he is, it, he's not connected to Black Lives Matter, by the way. He's very clear. Right, he's that's not, what I was trying, that's what all. I was trying to say. We, we got to the, his race thing. He's not connected mm-hmm. to Black. He wants to be, but Black Lives Matter people have denounced him in the sense of like, don't, when you're giving, if you're giving to Sean King, you're not giving the Black Lives Matter, and it's got it's come to the point as you're alluding to that he has said, come out and said that as well that mm-hmm. I am not Black Lives Matter. I just support uh, what they're doing, and because of that, I brought up I found a tweet. This is this tweet just grabbed my eye, um, mm-hmm. uh, and that's why I, I screenshotted it and brought it in. I want to talk about it, and that's why Sean King is even on the docket because uh, he is like a polarizing figure. Actually, on Joe Budden's podcast, said the funniest thing. He never said Sean King's name. But he was trying to find, he was saying, he was talking like about a news thing that happened. He was like, what was I posted? What's this? What's the white D-Ray's name? Oh, 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 dang. I know exactly who you're talking about, too. No, no, no. I'm telling you. No, I'm telling you he said that. He was talking about Sean he, King, and he said, what's the white D-Ray's name? You know D-Ray with the vest? D-Ray is the name of the, D-Ray McKinnison. He's the one, he, or D-Ray McKinnison, like the one who, the blue vest activist. What? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 His name is D-Ray. Yes. I thought it was something, I thought it was like Del Ray. No. No, I'm, no. I I get Mel Gibson and, 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 and I can't, uh, I don't even know who the other one is. Bruce Willis. I get Mel Gibson and Bruce Willis mixed up, but I don't get D-Ray and, and other people messed up. He's got the blue vest on. But anyways. It is D-Ray. Yeah, I know. Um, 
So anyways, uh, he said he, but I thought that's what you ruined the joke for me because that was, was so funny about what what Joe Budden said. He's like, what's the white D-Ray's name? And he was talking about Sean King. So I, I heard that and I just started dying laughing to myself. That's hilarious. <laughs> the white D-Ray. But anyways, he tweeted December 10th. And Sean King, whoever his group of people are, they've like presented a big packet of like demands uh, to to the to the Biden uh, Kamala Harris campaign, and like he's tweeted mm-hmm. about that, so he has some expectations for for Joe Biden. Anyways, mm-hmm. but so that's just a preface for this tweet on December tenth that said from Sean King. It says, "I just listened to audio from the meeting about, or I just listened to the audio from the meetings some civil rights leaders had with Joe Biden this past week. Very disappointing in all caps. First off." He sometimes projects rudeness and irritation. Worse than he's that, 70. he basically told them that he's not going to do a lot of executive orders. <gasps> then he continues and he wrote another tweet and said, Joe Biden then said that he's basically not going to commit to anything related to policing, police brutality, etc. Not even tiny, slow motion, incremental changes. Then muttered on a bunch about randomness about defunding the uh defunding the police which nobody there even asked him about and it has like x amount of retweets and in in comments and things like that and i'm just like dude like it's about the jack harlow, jack harlow hate stuff it's like shut up mm. like we don't need you this like news outlet independence news independent news outlet like setting it everyone up to like it i don't know how many i don't know what who i don't know if everyone is expecting so much from joe biden as he is this is literally a person who is like the glue between trump and whoever else is going to help run america on the on the other end like Mm -hmm. we don't expect joe biden we expect joe biden to to make his cabinet look diverse and progressive and put people in around him that are very smart and know what they're doing to make him look good. We're not mm-hmm. expecting him to be a prophet. I don't think he's a prophet. Mm-hmm. I, I thought he's 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 Barack Obama's friend. That's one of the reasons I voted years. for him. He got two years. And him and Barack don't even like each other. But I bring that up because like Sean King is already on, in my opinion, shaky ground with some people about his credibility for him to start trying to been on shaky uh, ground. To, for him to try to discredit Joe Biden before he gets in because he heard audio but that's what happened. that he wasn't invited to. Right. And, and his main, one of his main points is he sounds cranky. It's like, dude, yeah. shut up. I mean, but that's what that's what you have to do, right? When you're in a when you're in that lane, right? And you're making your name living, so on and so forth, from uh ousting or exposing just these just the 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 big stuff, right? <clears throat> you have to comment on the stuff. You just have to. If if if, and he decided, you know, he wanted to comment. It just is what it is. Um, but I don't I don't have no no hate against Sean King, man. Like do do what you do. I think everybody serves a purpose. Um, if it comes out that he is uh, mixed with Australian. His daddy was Australian. It's not going to come out. It's not going to come out because there's no way you can check birth things. You have to take people for who they say they are. And he's done X amount of work to solidify himself in whoever character he is today. 
and we got to ride with it. I mean, his name his name is Sean King. What if and now if I found out on the birth certificate now if we do the whole uh, Trump Obama thing, we we find out that his Obama his his birth certificate is S H A W N Sean. I'm gonna have some questions. <laughs> I'm gonna have some questions. No, I'm gonna have some. Oh, speaking of name changes, bro, do you hear what Diddy changed his name to? No, Sean P Diddy Combs. And shout out, uh, uh, Face My City, Jack Carlo. Uh, he said co signed by Diddy, uh, right off the top, um, X amount of seconds into the album. Um, he changed his name l- legally to Sean Love Combs, and he's pushing love. Love is now his literal middle name. If you come to Louisville with it, I'm gonna sue him. So the what you call it the speaking of names, I wanted to talk about y'all. Why do me and Brandon have the most passive white sounding? So I want y'all to understand that the fold of code switching from birth is parents naming their children, right? And our names show that our parents were complete assimilationists. Like like oh my mom my said Atlanta. my mom said Brandon what do you think about Brandon my dad was like oh yeah that's fucking all awesome. that's great i like that that's normal what about Lance? Oh, your name is Lance so you no, already got no, no. you already here's what happened you're named directly after our father my mom wanted a Brandon and i found out that dad was the one that gave me my middle name which is Jarrell and my name is Brandon Jarrell Newman, which tells me that our parents were assimilists in a way, but they wanted me to stay black on the inside, quite literally. So the blackness Hilarious. is laid right in the middle name, right Brandon in the Jarrell middle. Newman. Right. You got yes. Brandon. It's a very German. It's Brandon Jer- Newman. Brandon Jarrell Newman. It's very German. I had a comedian, uh, the com- uh, Greg, uh, it's not, is it Greg Owens? Might be Greg Owens. He's a mm-hmm. black comedian, graduated from Notre Dame. He did a set at Notre Dame and he was talking about how his name is so white and he was so mad at his parents about it. He's like, ain't those black people got a name? And I smacked shit out of Michael Jr. He was like, He's like, oh, what's your name? What's your name? Brandon. He said, he said, Oh, Brandon? Oh, that's good and white. <laughs> Shout out to dude. Oh, oh man. No, but uh, this is just it just shows you um what black people have done to live in this country and coming back to Biden. Right. We don't expect anything like Brandon said, like we don't expect him to be somebody's Messiah. We don't expect him to do anything. He's an old white man. Like he was the at oldest a picnic. Of white man. He, he, he was at a he's picnic. Trying to, during... He's trying to jog to show us that he's not old. And then he got a boot on his foot playing with his dog. Don't play with us. That's... We know how old you are. Like you, you, you used to sit on blankets during lynchings. Like you, you sat on the grass with a ham sandwich with a lynching. Why would you sandwich. go there? What? That's what it is. That's what it is, Brandon. What are you talking You're about? Accusing our president-elect of, <laughs> of having a picnic <laughs> during a, a a local lynching. Hey, he was like, he was young. He wasn't old enough to remember the body swimming, uh, but he was like. I- <laughs> You know, he was old enough to chew food. Like that was it. That was the thing. <laughs> Young Joe Biden <laughs> with a fucking white bread sandwich, chewing, looking up. <laughs> it's so wild. It's so wild. We all voted for him happily. 
I mean, oh, that's what, man, that's so that's, crazy. That's, I mean, that shows reform and growth. Like, you know what I mean? You gotta, no, it shows you age and whiteness. Like, if you was on this earth and you are white for a certain amount of time, you were witness to oh, certain things. Man. Right? You were just I mean, witness to certain things. That, and that, that's what it comes down to. So, like, that's when he's talking to civil so rights. I, hey, y'all, I'm not doing nothing for y'all. Like, don't think I'm, don't think I'm going to help y'all. Like, I can't. Again, two years, then he's out of there. But um, I think that he's going to, or he's just that buffer. Because if he did anything, if he really took any action, Brandon, a civil war would break out, right? Like, yeah. like white folk will be just going he so knows against that. it. And he, can't exactly. that, he can't have that on his dime. He can't, he can't put exactly. that on. You know, when he's probably saying, he's like, I can't do that to Kamala. On God. I can't do that to I can't I do know. that to the I think Kamala wants to smoke. black women that I put no, uh, put in, no. in, in black in women office. want to smoke. Black women want to smoke. Kamala wants to smoke. She 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 dates like imagine her being a prosecutor. She probably likes cops. She probably like likes the stories that they give. She likes to be put in handcuffs and everyone you know, loved dominating. that video of, of of her saying, Joe, we did it. President of the United States. I I it really made good. my balls itch. I couldn't stand oh it. It was so it was so irritating to me. I did not watch it. it. So you didn't think, see that? She was I, on I a saw, secret service no, I was seen like that. littered around and she was like, Yeah, yeah we did it. No, I you think gotta she, I be think... president of the United States. I was like, get your AKA ass on somewhere. Our mom's an AKA as well. So shout out to the Divine Nine. Um, could y'all could y'all imagine the code switching going on on that phone call? Cam- Camilla, she that's not how she congratulate her best friend. That's not how she congratulate her homies. She if it, if, that, if 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 Obama was around, she'd be like, bruh, we president. Yeah, she I mean she not, but she's I mean. She knows how old white he is too. Hey, what's, what's Joe Biden's wife? What's, what's Joe, Joe Biden's Jill? wife? Jill, a yeah. teacher. She cool. Hey, teachers about to get. That, so I think that's what you're gonna see. I think you're gonna see a lot of uh, teachers increase in their pay, but also like a lockdown on just kind of unqualified teachers. Or t- you remember teachers Pete Buttigieg? 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 Yes. Yes. Buttigieg. South Bend, old South Bend mayor. And we're going to use that yep. transition of uh, Notre Dame, Ball State, and sports shit soon. But okay. everybody's waiting for him to get a cabinet seat and like decide what they were going to, what what Joe Biden was going to. You know how that worked. You know, mm-hmm. everyone you ran against, you give them a, a, a spot in a desk in the White House. Mm-hmm. They have proposed him. Biden's team has proposed him to be the China ambassador and go live over there. Damn. How messed up is that? Damn. Like, like, oh yeah, you and your husband, you and your gay husband, y'all have to leave South Bend, move to China, and and we'll we'll see y'all every quarter. Oh my God. Look, he got a, Joe was in the room. On like, Zoom. In, no. He was you're right. He was on Zoom. Hold on. He was on Zoom. Somebody was sharing their screen. They had like all the places and the names of places to put people. And then they filled their spot. And it's like, fuck, we forgot to get booty one. We didn't get booty one. No, we didn't get booty a spot. What we got left? All we got is China. Can't call oh. the only open gay person in the cabinet booty. Oh, that's his name though. Booty right? It's booty. 
boot edge edge or butt uh, yeah I'm for the sorry. record I, I forgot that he was gay so okay it wasn't yeah, yeah. yeah. him and his husband shout out to him uh they i mean i, I felt That'd so i felt like i was so proud of south ben when that when he was the mayor because i was like okay south ben oh no he blotched himself there was a young man killed uh by police in south ben and he completely blotched that like handling of that he did didn't. you say blotched mm-hmm. that's not it bro like it's, it's literally blotched blotched. is the it's, word if i know but the term you're using you're the the idiom euphemism oh whatever goodness. thing is botched oh, like a botched surgery it is botched blotched. Oh, it's botched lance blotched. you don't have to look that up because i don't know how you're gonna look it up but you're gonna find blotched the way you look it up guaranteed I'm gonna move on, and you can your botch. It says, it says blotched. It says blotched. Past tense verb. Uh, cover with blotches. Her face was blotched. Yes, and it's swollen with crying. Yeah, you think he he blotched that job or botched it? Both work. They don't. They do. They don't. Okay. They do. Uh, let's let's transfer into sports. We are in championship week officially that means that all these games that we've seen in college football uh obviously certain certain conferences didn't even start until halfway through the se- through uh through the year because of covid or through the fall uh the big 10 for one the mac for another that only really have five games or so to their schedule uh one school that continue to play the entire time is 10 and 0 the first year that they were putting the acc is my alma mater where i played football at originally notre dame University of Notre Dame, number two in the nation right now. Uh, we, as the first time in the ACC, played Clemson. The first time we played Clemson, we didn't play against Trevor Lawrence, who is might be the number one draft pick in this next year, upcoming draft as a quarterback. Uh, he had COVID when he played when he came to South Bend. He was over on the sideline with his mask half down, over, wearing his mask over your nose. By the way, if you're wearing your mask over your nose, stop. Either don't wear the mask or put it all on normally. I'm talking hey, to everybody li- living living in Louisville. What? Go ahead. Side note, real quick, just just real quick, we are coming right back. You seen Cam Newton's little brother? No. Why he's shaped like a pit bull? Keep going. You should screen share that and and, and pull that up. Okay, I'm we'll talking do. about this. Um, okay. So the ACC championship game is this weekend, but I'm. A, Okay, yeah, that's Saturday, December 19th on ABC against 9-1 Clemson. The only loss that they have received is the loss to Notre Dame when Trevor Lawrence was not playing. They have not lost a game with Trevor Lawrence. He is amazing. We were embarrassed by Trevor Lawrence last year and in the, in the 2019 National Championship game. Or not National Championship, semifinals. Uh, they couldn't score a point. We need to stop wearing white in, the, in those games. But anyways, it's going to be in North Carolina. Uh, huge game, ACC championship, first year in ACC, can't stress that enough. But I say that because I, I say, and this is like a little caveat, because obviously Notre Dame is doing very well. Brian Kelly is now a couple wins away from being having as much wins as Nuke Rockney already has surpassed Lou Holtz in wins. So, like, it's just like really good. Ian Book is, is like the most decorated quarterback in Notre Dame history at this point in time. So I really do – I think that Notre Dame is going to beat Clemson. I do. I think Notre Dame is going to be a national championship game this year because all my teams are going to the ship. Lakers won, and shouts out to Ball State, my other alma mater where I got my master's when I spent two years there. Shouts out to Funcy, Indiana. Um, the MAC championship game at 5-0. and oh, or They're not 5-0. and oh, They lost some games. but Notre Dame's going to lose by six. 
Okay, I like that. Okay, look, you did. Notre Dame's going to lose Clemson by six. He says, I say Notre Dame's going to beat Clemson by one. Mm. Look it. We'll, 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 we'll follow back mm-hmm. that up. We can talk about that. That's on Saturday. on, And that's at Saturday at 4 p.m. On, on ABC. So you can't miss it. On Friday, on Friday, the day before, December 18th, on ESPN, my Ball State Cardinals chirp chirp. Lance was at the chirp, games. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Saw me ball out. Saw me do way for comfortable. The 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 bleachers at Ball State were way more comfortable than the bleachers at Notre Dame. There's places there's places to stretch out in the, at Ball State because wasn't nobody at the games basically. Mm-hmm. Even even before COVID, unfortunately. But now but now they yep, they're cool. there. This is the second time that Ball State's ever been in the MAC championship. Like I said, the defensive coordinator is my homeboy Tyler Stockton, so I'm so happy for him and his career and what he's been able to, what he's going to be able to do. Uh, this is his first you, year bro. doing it. Um, you got yeah, this, man, that's just, that's just the homie, man. I, I, and I'm, I'm so 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 happy for him, so proud of him. Um, but I also Tyler. Ball Ball State. He's shaped like me. Um, Ball State uh, doing this right now is is so big and so huge and monumental. And um, the the MAC championship game is in Detroit. Shout out to Detroit. It's always in Detroit. Hey, and Molda yeah, that's going to be on uh, ESPN at seven thirty on Friday. So go ahead, watch the game. Think of your boy. Think of the Ball State Cardinals. Chirp, chirp. Shouts out to them. Um, yeah, and I'm very proud of all of them. Brandon did the flyest shit of his career at Ball State, like of his collegiate career at Ball State. Like true that. The dopest. I got, a, I got, a, I got, a, I got an interception, a couple sacks. Like I, I proved to myself that I could play at yeah. that level. Uh, at just not at the level, but like I proved to myself that I, I that I wasn't. Yeah, that was that was I that play. was. I'm yeah, yeah, washed. I'm not washed. I, I yeah, mean, I had. I'll, speaking I'll of Clemson, I had my best game at Ball State. Probably not best game. The most tackles. Against Clemson, you would say probably because you stayed on the field because y'all was trash, but it was competitive mm-hmm. a little bit in the first half. But um, mm-hmm. but it was fun like playing against Clemson and getting a lot of tackles because I was like, yeah, like I'm. This is this is uh, it was it was cool to prove myself there at Clemson. Um, Dad was able to come to that game. We talk about that a lot in this podcast because um, we know. I guess we know. Listening, are you frozen? No, I'm listening, <laughs> and I agree. <laughs> You look like one of those paintings in your house. What's it? What's it? What's... <laughs> Just sit there and stuck, <laughs> not not blinking. Uh, thinking of, uh, before we. <laughs> Last got <laughs> right there. Last got the painting right there. I was like, "What is going on?" Uh, before we get off college football, shout out to Sarah. Fuller from Vanderbilt, the first woman to score in a Power Five game. She has been kicking for Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's very bad. Speaking of bad football teams, um, and so she she kicked off the first kickoff, and that was a couple of weeks ago, and it was not great. But I'm not going to put that on her. But she scored and a scored a field a field goal, kicked it three points on the on the on the on the docket. And shouts out to her. Her parents was at the game. That was very special. One of the things that's most special to me is. As a kid, I always imagined that I have the first like female defensive lineman child in Division One football. Like I always wanted to have a, a a girl who was like was like 
dangerous at 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 the on the, at the D line position. Like I just yeah. I just want it. You want the you want the ice box. I want an ice box. You want an ice box. The little giants. Shout Thank out you little for giants. Thank Spike you. no play with girls. So I think maybe we, we watched. And maybe other, it was because and maybe it was. Day. Right now, I hit my headphones out. Uh, maybe it's because of that movie, and as we being obsessed with cinema, who's Zoe? Zoe like it? Yes. Yeah, oh, what you know? You know, Zoe liked it. She, she. Um, Speaking of people that used to be at my football games at Ball State, she was just a little baby when she was. She was I, te- kind of- I teared up when Johnny runs to his dad and gets the touchdown. Because daddy always away at business with his other family, but yes. he don't know that. He just knows Stop. that. Stop. Uh, you put um, the other family into it. to it. He came, he ran to him and got a touchdown. Juke niggas. It was beautiful. But yeah. um, Icebox, the girl, I, I think that Sarah, I don't know why I'm imagining like a kickoff because eventually this is, oh, oh. <laughs> Keep talking. It looked like, it looked like Daggett. Um, <laughs> Shout out Pokemon. Shout out Pokemon. Um, Sarah, I'm imagining like it's going to evolve. There will be more kickers, punters, place kicking women, right? And doing a kickoff. And I'm imagining like them just walking off the field while the the plays get ran back. Or an icebox situation where she just cleared like a, a chick, smacks the fuck out of dudes, and chicks end up being more like having more balls than punters. You know, like punters always get shook and shit. What if like women kickers just have a balance about themselves and they mm. just always get in the way? Just secure just ass, secure with a tackle. Always, just just a good secure tackle. Ain't nothing fancy. And it's a girl too, right? So the coach is like, get in his way. He He's chivalrous. Get in his way. He's been Roethlisberger. He got charges. He ain't gonna hit a woman. Get in his way. You I'm know? telling you, I, and not... As someone who was vicious with a helmet on my head, and not to say that I, when you see someone else around you like ready to lay the wood, you really like dig in and just do it. And you just like, you in the game, what else you gonna do? It would be very interesting to see the dichotomy of a woman. Cause like everybody ain't built like me. I am the probably one that probably be like a soft stiff arm, like try or try to juke her or something like that and get caught from behind. Like DK Metcalf, uh, like track me down. But like, right, right. The wrong dude who couldn't wait to run oh over the, like oh the and little giants. The the big yeah. what's the son? Spike. Spike. Spike, Spike don't play with fuck girls. Little, Spike don't play with girls. Spike don't play with girls. He wanted to mess Spike, Spike up. Spike don't play with girls. That's that's all you gotta say. Cause he didn't play with girls. And he tried to mess up her a lot of times, but yeah. she always got the upper hand. And that's she what she, that's what she gotta be. Like women in Oh my gosh. I was trying to explain this person before, Rick Moranis. That hunting yeah. instructor kids yeah. earlier in the episode. That was the coach for Little Giants. Yeah. And Al Bundy or Bundy Al. Al Bundy was the was, was that, the yeah, brother. The O'Shea's. It was an awesome movie. The O'Shea Shout Brothers. Out Shout out to Little Giants, man. Bring it back. I want to remake a Little Giants with uh I guess other people in it. Oh, I already got I got a million dollar idea. You ready? Mm. Little Giants means hardball. Mm, but like no white savior exactly like maybe black brothers there's a brother coach yeah no that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about yeah no yeah, yeah. I, I i i said hardball to get the black people in without saying it but yes yes right, right, Keanu right, reeves right, right, is nowhere in the right, picture right. Uh, or any figure like him um the summer olympics 2024 
2024 Summer Olympics in Paris will be featuring breaking, also known as breakdancing. The very first time breakdancing will be introduced as an Olympic sport. Brandon. I said Brandon. I was trying to talk to you. What the fuck is wrong with me? Lance, what's your take? It's awesome. (laughs) It's awesome. It's awesome. Um, About time. One about time, stop. But this is not this is not what? like this is not like the first about black president type time. thing. Like, stop. Oh, it's it not about time. But it is Brandon. When has uh, when, break when dancing has, in the Olympics? When you talk about black, you talk it's the first black event in the Olympics. The, you talk about first black president, it's the first like black event. Now, I'm not saying events that black people are good at, I'm saying events that were created from black culture, which is breakdancing straight up and down there ain't no you think you think asians thought to why they was doing all that and that the smooth wavy stuff that they they wanted to pop the jabberwockies is asian but why i'm saying why are they doing breakdancing you feel me like that's not of their culture they are uh there's a whole like that is fair to say it's not their culture it is it is breakdancing is a new york central thing now the team that is starting this it started is a is a team that was based out of washington dc and there's a lot of as some would say mulatto characters in there not characters but individuals uh and afro-latino individuals um but obviously breakdancing is of our culture so yeah that does make more sense i i I was wondering where you why you said that but no you 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 sold me yes thank you bro so it is that very much so the first black president of olympic games first of all second of all it's like what kind of i i I don't i don't i feel like you won't get as much respect right it's like hey i got a gold medal for what ice hockey or not ice hockey what's the shuffle curling ice Curling is that where they sweep in the, the yes. shuttle the shuttlecock? That's what yeah. it's called the shuttlecock into. How the you place. know what a shuttlecock is, but you don't know what curling is. I'm, I'm like that's wild. That's like that's like that's like not knowing hockey, but knowing what a puck is. So they sweep it into the place in you know circles. Um, and I'm thinking like, <laughs> I'm thinking like that is the that is like if you say you got a gold medal in that, I'm not no. high. No, people, people, Loki. I that I mean, is a, that no, that's a fair that's a fair take for about the 2015. Since then, uh, 20 early 2000s. Since then, we recognize like curling has become a cult. It's like a it's like a cult following. It's like, hey, like and, it, and it's cold. also yeah, I would say it's very entertaining. Cold. Yeah, cold. very entertaining. And for breakdancing, here's here's my take on the whole thing. I want to care about it, and I want to. I know this was in the works for a long time, but it feels like a result of you guys serving on Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like <clears throat> it, like it feels like, like Stomp the Yard is like it, it. It just feels like. Why does it feel like that? It shouldn't. Because it's it's it's. Like what other form of dancing is in the Olympics? And also, who's the competition? There's no other. There's no other forms, and that's the thing. Competition is all around the world. Because oh, you know what? You know what? Actually, the argument. Synchronized swimming is probably a good example of it. There you go. There you go. But let's 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 but let's think about like breakdance real quick. Brandon, what countries are going to compete? 
all the countries. Breakdancing is a it's a worldwide phenomenon. It's it's a global phenomenon. There are breakdancers everywhere, and that's gonna be the dopest part. Like there'll be different styles of breakdancing, different like skill levels. Imagine like bendy or flexibility. Oh, or, I'm interested in watching. I'm interested in, in seeing like who comes out with what and like finding out what country actually is. Like who's been doing their homework? It's like the like the you whole know, Russian you know Rocky story thing. It's no, like you know China. You know China. Remember baby. Creed though? Like yes, the guy who's like eating the the, the rock. Like who? Creed imagine? Was black dude. No, I'm talking about the the movie Creed. The, Creed with the, black, with the white. Okay. Michael B. Jordan. You didn't see any Creed movies? I've seen the first one. Okay, I'm talking about the, the second one specifically when he plays when he fights the guy who Rocky <laughs> lost to son. But it was like yeah. he was his son was like born and bred not to lose, and it yeah. was like that type of thing. Like imagine the yeah. breakdancing kids that are like, imagine breakdancing in Asian culture. So that's what it is. Like that's Asian, yeah. I, I, was I, think, I think I think China they was like you're not playing the violin, you're not uh, playing the piano. You keep wanting to break dance. I hate this. Okay, you're actually kind of good at that. Matter of fact, let's make it an Olympic thing so that I can actually have pride. You will bring pride to your. I forgot the Mulan, and it's kind of probably racist. I wonder, but, but like oh. you know, what I mean, like the. I like, wonder. I wonder what they coming for heads. It's gonna be. They gonna make a C, H I N A, out of their eyebrows or some shit, and like the camera's gonna zoom in. They gonna get a ten. They are gonna get a ten. <laughs> they gonna get a ten. <laughs> they gonna get a ten. I don't know about this breakdown. When, when me, Brandon, when me and you had our routine back in the back in detroit and there'll be those dances and yeah. me and brandon y'all me and brandon had a dance dun, a pop lock and dance routine dun, 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 like dun, dun, dun. i pulled out pulled out brandon's heart dun, 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 and like stepped on it and it picked it back up dun, no no no, no no it wasn't each other it was the person it was the poser it was the opposite it was the opposing yeah but we, if we didn't have an opposer we did it to each other yeah, but we didn't compete against each other. We would, That was just a showcase. I'm talking about when we was battling, you take the heart and then throw it up, and then I hit it with the baseball bat out of the park. Yeah, out of the park, Brandon would hit yeah. the heart out of the baseball bat. Now, imagine you didn't go into football. I didn't go into poetry. Imagine we kept dancing. We just kept dancing. <laughs> Brandon. Okay, and now we got the little giant storyline. The O'Shea brothers is <laughs> it's the fake dancer. Brothers, they're going to the Olympics for the same time we're getting the team together. Oh, shit, cool runnings. We're going to call it Little Saints. Little Saints. Shout out to Little Saint who died in uh, You Got Served. Yeah. That was the name of the group. Yes. And New Orleans is a historically black city. So, like, recommended nationally. I know who loves music. I know a lot of breakdancers in Louisville, Brandon. We can make this happen. No, We're don't. Gonna, no, I don't. I don't. Want to produce I mean, it? You would wait. Let's see the results of the twenty twenty four coming out. Let's twenty twenty four. Let's no, no, not that early. Twenty four, Little Saints. Twenty twenty eight at the earliest. We got to see how this how it pans out in Paris. I do want to go to Paris. I would Brandon. if we can make the push to get to Paris. Then maybe I'm I'm down. Oh, it's in Paris. That makes so much Paris. sense. It's All the Paris. dance videos I watch is oh, yeah. is folks is in Paris. Yeah, Paris. Paris is, Paris is up on it. Um, you had uh, a, a nice grand finale. 
for us. We've been we've been we've been going going in hard. Thanks for rocking with this Particle Sons podcast. It's one of my favorite episodes. I don't know if it's the hard seltzer, but I've been having fun talking about topics. It's probably late night. I like the late night thing. Um, I like the late but anyways, night thing too. Uh, usually we 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 usually we tape during the afternoon, y'all. So y'all let us know whether yeah we uh, we we uh, we schedule around schedule around our our children and what our wives allow um but lance um you've been going extra hard on christmas uh on twitter i don't know i haven't seen our numbers i'm not paying attention to the first couple months i just want to get into a groove with you and i but i feel like you're making us lose some numbers by your christmas hate um it's also one of those things where like it's like the the white person who's like ex who's like outwardly racist uh, to to black people but only watches black porn like i feel like you might love christmas secretly so like what do you have in store for us today the people that are leaving because of christmas are just trying you know, not leaving just people. just not listening no they don't I, I don't want them to listen don't listen for the month of december if you are rah rah for Christmas. All right. First of all, if you're cool with Santa, that means you're cool with like work exploitation, like worker exploitation. Brandon, do you ever think about like people talk about the elves making toys and nobody gives two thoughts to what that that elf's life is? That 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 elf don't turn into. It's not a gnome, right? It doesn't turn into an inanimate object on the lawn after it gets done building a toy. It goes home to its little slave shack. All right. If you're cool with if you're cool with um, if you're cool with Santa, you're cool with not only are you cool with worker exploitation, you're cool with pedophiles. You're cool with pedophilia. Okay, no, no, no. Elves and slaves in so many words. I can understand the concept. How is pedophilia connected to the North Pole? Brandon, I would like you to tell me what person. Uh, volunteers or gets paid to have hundreds of kids sit on their lap um, in a mall. Like that is not. I have kids people who and I've people had who kids. people who believe and enjoy the allure and spirit of Christmas. People want you know to tap else? into that into being that Santa Claus nature. I don't think there's anything in the storybooks about Santa Claus having sex with children or being erect while they sit on their lap. I think I don't. What? what? When, when, where in the storybook is it talking about Santa sitting on laps? Like a pedophile came up with that tradition. Do you feel <laughs> me? Like a pedophile was like, "How can I have as many little butts in my lap as possible?" And he was like, "I'm going to volunteer to be a Santa." Because you, Brandon, think about the person that is comfortable with having that many children in their lap. Think about it. Think about how how comfortable you got to be because it's not. That's not a normal job. Or like right? how how loving and joyous. Obviously, it's not a normal job. It's a seasonal job, and seasonal jobs are for people who are seasonal workers. And if you and if it, it's for a retired man, likely white, with a beard that he's growing year round for that Target gig or Kmart gig or whatever the hell it is. That doesn't mean did he's. You a, just, did you just name? You just gave the description of the pedophile, sir. You just gave the description of the person who touched the little kid. Um, he was white man, older white man with a beard that he's been growing the whole year and had a target. And he wire frame glasses. No, wire I don't think I, I don't think that's the case. I, I do think that there's uh, 
there's something odd about it. And when I think about it, my now that I have a child, when I think about having like getting in line for one with COVID lines, get the fuck out of here, not happening. Mm-hmm. But when I think about getting in line, yeah, I yeah, I can't imagine no. wasting I can't imagine wasting my time mm-hmm. like that, even if it's what my child wanted to do. And 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 as a grown man, I know that. I get erect at random times. Like there'll be times when my kids will try to like sit in my lap and I have to be like, hey, move, like, you know, get up or like <laughs> stop it, Brandon. You know, listen, listen. Not <laughs> use random listen, random bonus. Listen, listen. But why you don't like Christmas or why Christmas is for pedophiles? Stop. Do you get a boner in the morning? Do you get a boner in the morning? I mean, not every morning. When do these Santas clock in? All right, you got all No, malls don't open up till 11. Stop it. This is this is a tradition. This is a time honored tradition. How many times you been into a mall? How many times you been in the mall and you've seen the Santa thing set up and he's like, oh, it's not open yet? More times than you've seen it packed. Guaranteed. Recently, recently, but that's with technology and everything else. Like back in the 70s, 60s, 50s, 40s, whenever this tradition started to get popular, you feel me? This was a, uh, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. So those are my two gripes with Christmas right now. Um, again, I've been seeing people like, oh, there's one more. I have three. There's, there's a third gripe. Hey, if you're doing that elf on the shelf stuff, what? type of chucky inspired nightmares are you trying to give your children <laughs> like what you, are, I, you say chucky i think you should say what type of toy story design nightmares are you trying to give your children? toy story is not scary there's nothing scary about toy story it's toy and story. nothing scary about up on the shelf he is going around the house messing up things like like he's like, not no 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 elson itself is not they don't mess yes. up they just no, it's not. They're just randomly in different parts of the house when you see them. It's like, that's Elf the point. It's like finding, it's like him just being moved around the house every night. No, Brandon. They don't mess up I, things. Yes, baby. There's, there, so it's part of the like ideas. Like there's Elf on the Shelf rules, right? Um, this is from Huffington Post. And it says um, they need a name. That's like one of the rules. Uh, when they arrive, they arrive whenever you want them to arrive. Uh it moves every night while the kids are sleeping. Um, it watches over the kids all day and reports back. Uh, the kids cannot touch the elf. Otherwise, he or she will disappear. Um, the elf doesn't move or speak while the kids are awake. Uh, he or she leaves before Christmas. So those Wait, part, What part of that is messing something up? Because um, so that's, that's, that. that's why you started reading. But that's part of the ideas. That's part of the idea of what? Like, no, no. I'm t- I'm telling you. I know families that do Elf on the Shelf, and it's exactly what you just read. And there's nothing about vandalism. Um, there's different websites where people can go and look up ideas for Elf on the Shelf. So people will post like, I don't know what to do, or you know how to do my Elf on the Shelf. Somebody like this. You can't universalize it because Karen knocked over a glass of milk for her Elf on the Shelf. Anyway, believing or making your children believe that an inanimate object in the house is one watching over them and two moving at night without anybody touching it is sick. 
it's it's sick it's like there's no reason to torment your children like hey, me and brandon uh when we were younger and shout out to reina elise and tasha they used to babysit reina used to babysit us and she had this doll named cricket cricket was kept in this crawl space it was it was in this crawl space in the attic it was like always ducked off and they used to do elf on the shelf with cricket before Elf on the Shelf was a thing, like Cricket's eye was That's out. different. Now you're you're making you're blending the things. Raina was purposely trying to scare us and terrorize us, and I think she actually gave that thing life in so many ways. And there was some some vandalism and terror tied to Cricket in that scary ass doll. It's not the same as Elf on the Shelf. I understand if you made that connection, but that wasn't year round. That was during the summer or wherever the hell we was in that house. So and that was when the, the 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 danger happens. And she also tried. She told us a lot that she tried to throw throw the doll away, and then we'd see it back in the attic. And that was that was the nightmare field stuff that we got. Brandon has is, nothing to do with Elf on the Shelf. Brandon is trying to like lessen the trauma of Cricket the doll, right? So first, for of who? All, no, who am I trying to lessen it for? I'm not. I'm not making. I'm not making any uh, saying that it was Elf on the Shelf. I'm saying the process of making children believe that inanimate inanimate objects are animate when we're asleep or just not paying attention is the trauma. And that is the same as the Elf on the Shelf. Even though it has this like kind-hearted spirit behind it, it is still the same. Oh, things can move while I'm not watching them. Okay. That's terrible. There's no there's no reason to I mean it's the same type of I'm I am much more afraid of the concept of the tooth fairy than I am Elf on the Shelf. What? Why? Uh some lady some grown Tinkerbell looking lady collecting bones that fall out of my mouth and and leaving money behind as and as an exchange like a damn pawn shop and sneak and taking it from under my pillow. That is way more scary than an animate object because like the animate object is the an is inanimate and it's not and it's and it's not in my bedroom. Elf on elf on the shelf elf, elf on the shelf, I don't know if you know you think only is only moved around in the living room. Oh, don't stop it, Brandon. So look again, you can't gen you can't personalize and generalize your one experience with everybody else's, right? That some people I guarantee you who are doing Elf on the Shelf put that motherfucker in their kids' room at some point. No, like you, you know, it's all, it's only it's only around the stockings and the Christmas tree and all that shit. Bundy, you don't uh, you don't know that you don't know that, Brandon. Yes, I do. How you have seen everybody who practices Elf on the Shelf? You no, I no, I know the concept of Elf on the Shelf. I, I know about Elf on the Shelf, the history and traditions of Elf. You're on the just shelf. talking. You're you know the history. And what are the histories and traditions of Elf on the Shelf? I'm talking about you read them out loud from the Huffington Post thing, and that's how I know there was no vandalism involved. And that's in the in the in the, the the watching over thing. There's no watching over in specific rooms. It's it's the family room. It's like what you do. In, in the place where everyone is. Like, it's you around the Christmas tree. You know what everybody street. does with their elf on the shelf, Brandon. Okay. I mean, you don't, right? And neither I do saw, you. No, but we're talk, both talking about from our experiences, right? Like, you're talking about your experience with people who have elf on the shelf, right? Or is that where you get getting there yes. from? Yes. And, okay. and I said research, yes. Okay. And I'm going from research and my experiences with people with elf on the shelf. My experiences with people with elf on the shelf. They like take toothpaste and smear it on the bathroom, or they like that's take, sick. Take well, whatever it is, what it is. I'm just telling you 
different people do different things with the elf on the shelf. I'm saying, but I'm saying that is, that is, that is, that is like, that's Brandon, intentionally it's scary. It's sick either way. No, because it's, it's, it's just it's, something it's in the room. Way. It's like moving a cup around the room versus like. It's not uh, a cup. It's a little have, doll. And you, but there's no movies about cups being alive. There's several movies about toys being alive. Only, only one of them is 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 evil. It doesn't matter. The 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 idea Toy Story actually, enough. Toy Soldiers was was a little bit too. They it went too far. That they was went evil too. Far. too. Thank they you. went too far with Toy Soldiers. That was scary. Animal <laughs> and the rest of the the little things like that was too much. They needed to chill with that. But it was I'm a great just, movie. I'm just saying. But that's it. That's those are my gripes. So we can we can get off of it. I'm just saying, Elf on the Shelf is uh, again. It's it's part of that making your children believe something that they'll have to unlearn later in life. Like when our brains are developing, you should give your children as much truth as possible so that when they get older, they're not underdeveloped or having to redevelop their brain and take in new information. My issue with your Christmas hate is laced in the fact that you're trying to tell people how to parent. Which I think is the the core pr- issue with this whole thing. I mean, because like, who are you to tell people how they should be raising their children? Again, it's less about people um, raising their children, and it's more about the evolution of humanity's like jointed consciousness. Like at one point, we stopped believing that the Earth was flat, right? And everybody kind of elevated from that point. And this is one of those: the Earth is not flat things, like. It's a pagan holiday. It's a it's no because the Earth's flat was like a a real scientific fact that was debunked in in worlds open up before. This is just like a fun idea for Chris for, around the holidays to make people happy it's and not, smile and justify and justify and justify why gifts aren't being brought in every day and all year no, round. No, it's it's psychological conditioning for capitalism. That's all it is, Brandon. That's all it is. I'm saying, but that you have to understand that is, is it fair to say that that's what it is to you? No. I don't think we had the type of upbringing to be able to say what Christmas is to everyone. You know what I'm saying? Is that fair to say? No. Okay. I'm not trying to step up. Listen, I'm giving you the end of all week to to get your shit off, but I'm letting you know where the holes are at. Where the holes at? That's not a hole. That's, That's not a hole, though. You can, uh, uh, it is easily, the connection to uh, Christmas and capitalism is easier made than the connection to Christmas and goodwill. Who said anything about goodwill? I'm saying, that's what you're, you're saying that that's what, you're saying people don't believe that it's, um, people don't believe that it is a a capitalist thing. They believe that it's I didn't a say that. time-honored. You I said, said that. that is it fair that I'm the only one that believes that? No, I'm saying that. No, no, no. I'm saying that the, you said it's Christmas is like programming for capitalism. And you think that's why it is, it exists. And I'm saying people and other families, I said, I can see how we think that I can see how you think that based on how we experience Christmas, how other people experience Christmas. It is a time for family to get together. It's time to be together. Uh, it's time for, for, to talk about memories of past Christmases, where things would happen. I don't think people get together and talk about gifts that they got as much as they talk about memories they had and, and what people did and, and, see, that's and the point war. Of Christmas. 
that's this you, you're making it all form f- f- warm and fuzzy and completely free. i'm saying that's what it is for people but it's it's not though for some for some people well, but i, I know being, but I'm, I'm being hungrier is <laughs> being colder right hungry absolutely absolutely but i'm, but I'm saying, the, i understand that but like, i'm saying like you more can't judge because you yes, can't afford i understand things. that and you voicing right. you voicing those opinions is one thing but for you to universalize based on those opinions like it's we have to universalize the lowest so that's the only way we are going to evolve as a humanity is to vocalize the lowest sections of our society if we amplify those voices then it'll be a rising tide and every other boat will rise with it that's the thing though like you you're you're acting as if people are lower for wanting to participate in this holiday not lower as much as like just stupid okay well okay you you know you know how you sound. Um, <clears throat> that was a fun episode. I, I enjoy. I enjoyed, it was a fun episode. I enjoyed. I enjoyed all of it. I need to really uh, get my truly hard seltzer on um, for sponsoring. Uh, thank you for sponsoring this. Uh, that yeah, episode seven was yeah. That's 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 yeah. We did the thing when we talked about the episode stuff. Episode seven, y'all. Number of completion. Thank y'all so much for riding with us. Um, more to come. We have some like news that we want to share for y'all. So y'all stay tuned, right? Like I'm working on a project that I can't talk about over the air right now until things are finalized. Brandon's working on a project that he can't talk about until things are finalized. So um, y'all stay tuned. We got some awesome things going on. Um, I'm going to start my thoughts and prayers to close us out with um uh, well, just what I said earlier, thoughts and prayers to the families of the activists that have been killed in Louisville recently. Um, thoughts and prayers to the Louisville activist community. I pray that you all are um, watching out for yourself, that you're uh, watching your back and you're like just not at the wrong place at the wrong time. You know what I mean? Like, um, we, we, we need activists. We need you all to continue voicing your opinion and the scare tactic and intimidation will not be it won't be enough so y'all keep it up i would like to say thoughts and prayers to the people that don't have happy memories about christmas and that it actually is a time of aloneness or in uh, all the the jolliness and things that happen are just a, rem- a reminder of what you don't have or, or and you can't have um because that obviously is very very painful um to to be in that and i and i especially in the holiday season. I just hope that people can seek out others that, uh, that make them happy. Uh, thoughts and prayers to everyone who has birthdays uh, in December. Um, special time for special time for those. Shout out to TT who just had her 33rd yeah, happy birthday. birthday. Happy yeah, birthday. Uh, she, uh, Kevon. Who else's birthday was? It's a lot of folks' birthday. Yeah. So uh, shout out to awesome. Greg. Shout out to Boondi. My son's birthday will be this week. Yes. Um, uh, he'll be four, four-year-old. My the third, third, the third, the LG3. LG3. Lance the third. Yes. Hey, Lance, it was so funny. We had a meeting about for the podcast, and uh, Lance saw me on. He's like, Uncle BJ. And then we start, I opened it up so we could talk to him, and he got shy. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Let's get some kid shit. Um, some kid shit. Yeah, that's just what it is. Um, but anyways... Uh, love you, brother. Thanks for thanks for doing this. And uh, Prodigal Sons, we'll see y'all mother effers next week. All right, mother effers. Bye-bye.